Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Does your school district have a Chromebook one-to-one program, or are you planning to go one-to-one this year? Do you manage thousands of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors or smartboards? If so, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook management solution that seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, now including PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents, all in just one click. To find out more, just do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks. Or click the link down in our show notes. And if you schedule a no-obligation demo of Visor before the end of January 2022, you can lock in a 20% discount. So go check it out. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, the man over there. What was that? Was that like a, a sigh? No. Was it a? You know, my wife. My wife does that to me. I'll I'll do that from time to time, and she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm what? Like, Nothing's wrong. It's like what? it's like the sigh of contentment. Sometimes mm. you just stop, and you just clear your head, and you take a deep breath, and you're yeah. like, "It's good." Yeah. It is. It it's is a good thing. It took, it's not took a us a thing. took us a little while to get rolling today. We'll explain. The other person here uh, with us today, Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? So yeah, we sat down to. Well, f- first of all, it's just been a little bit of a different week. It's we've, been we've hectic had at the office. We've had um, the last some two weeks furniture honestly. rearranging. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we changed up some rooms. We got a new. Uh, we are in the new Studio B that's, now. That's what prompted all this, by the way, mm-hmm. is yeah. the opening of the studio yeah, that we've been talking about for like two mm-hmm. months. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's let's we, do it all. We let it sit over a weekend. We, we did. got it technically on Friday. Friday, but then Friday is always yeah. We didn't yeah. touch it. So I was I was yeah. proud of us for not. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, so Monday we kind of started rearranging, moving desks. Yeah, what we, triggered it? We did one thing, and then it just turned into like an all-day affair. It was moving the big table in here. So yeah. we had so our podcast that, table. We the, the golf simulator set up yeah. into here. Like once we moved that, it began. Yeah. Well, it's it's it was all stuff we needed to do. It's yeah, just yeah. like, but this week has been the reason why you normally might put it off because you know that once you get started and you do it, like you're it gonna, it's just gonna take time. Yep. And yep. like nobody likes really doing it. I personally don't. I don't love it. But I don't like, mind it. It just causes me stress because I feel yeah. like I'm I'm not plugged into our actual job. Right. And, right. And, and like we've me. you know we've we've still gotten you know we've still gotten our our stuff out. We got got a video out. We're yeah. we're still chugging right along. But it yeah it's that that like I don't know it's a little dis disconcerting. But for at me. the same like, time for just, me it, there's like a gratification. Oh to yeah. It. Like it's like it's like it when you set finally up. pull the trigger on going to the gym. You're like oh man. Yeah. And then you get into it and you're like. Or like you like, get done. We got on the backside of moving all this stuff, and it was like, oh, yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. You know? So, but the 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 cool thing about all of this setup is, I mean, one of the main reasons for doing well, two main reasons. First reason being, now our studio A, where we film all of our YouTube videos, 
is now protected on both sides, right? Yes. So basically cushioned. Uh, cushioned on both sides. Before, the studio that we were in right now was a co-worker or a private office uh, person. And if he was on a phone call or if he was listening to something on his computer, we couldn't really film. And we and it was just this yeah. awkward situation where we'd have to come in and be like, hey, John, you know, just we're about ready to record. It, wouldn't, it won't take long, you know? So then oh, you yeah. have this like weird pressure of like, Trying to do a take and oh and well, he I mess all, it. He's it, always awesome about it. Totally, but it's still, it's but still that still awkward, just like, there. Like, you gotta you know? be that guy that has to say, "Can you stop doing your job right. so we can do so ours we, instead?" Right. Yeah, it's just weird. And so that was honestly one of the main reasons because there was one evening I remember specifically um, the pixel one of the pixel videos. I don't remember which one, but it was a pixel video, and we were already filming in the afternoon. And we thought, oh, we'll wait a little bit. John normally leaves around four. We'll just go ahead and record at four. Right. And it was and like four thirty, and he's still on a call. And five, he's still on a call. Five thirty. Yeah, we stuck. And so then it was seven. like, yeah, we were here till about seven o'clock, which you know, whatever. Hey, that's like what we do. But it was just becoming an ongoing issue to where right. we had to make a decision. So we've now rented this office. It gave us the cushion for the studio a, but what it also did is we've moved all of our podcast equipment in here. This room has no windows. So when we were trying to do the video setup in, uh, the main office, there's two huge windows. We were trying to black them out. We bought curtains and all this stuff to try to do that. Wasn't working. Right. <laughs> and you know, like we could have just set it up and the light would change and everything as we're recording. But if, if it's a, one of those days where there's clouds coming in and out, like the way that studio or that, that office oh, is yeah. the way there's no, like the light is strange in there. Like it'll go from being bright to yeah. like dark. Right. Yeah. Because they're, two, they're really vertical, tall, narrow windows. And yeah. Just so it's just strange. We've been in like it's great a, for B roll. Yeah, photos. We've been but. in like meetings, like virtual meetings with people where we'd be yeah. sitting there. And <laughs> like, it's like, Oh, it's dark. No, it it didn't just go pitch black here. It's just, you know, it was a cloud. It's yeah. fine. It's it's really yeah, weird. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're good. Hold on. Give it give it 2 minutes. But yeah, so we moved over in here. We're going to get a um a setup in here with with um the video stuff all set up. Super excited to finally get that rolling out. You know, it's just been one of those kind of ongoing process things trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. When we do it, we want to do it right, but also like now that we're in here, we just need to get it set up and do it, right? Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, need to get a couple new pieces of gear maybe to make it all work, but we're going to make it work, and we're going to get the video component kind of rolled out. So those two things, those two outcomes from this move, yeah, it's been a weird week. But then, of course, we sat down to record, and we had an audio cable audio issue, issue and it was buzzing, and we were like, of course. Yeah, and strangely enough, like, I guess it's just in general, the... Uh, market for music stores, small music stores, is, is waning for some reason, yeah. at least around yeah. us. I mean, we used to have, there used to be a Two. couple options. And then it would one at Ring Road one. and then out on North Dixie there. There was and one then, in the mall for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it dwindled down to one, and now there's none. There are no yeah. music stores in our town, which <laughs> is, again, not a small little town. Like, it's a pretty, like, we have a yeah. lot of stuff here, so... Strange. Um, it's weird that there's no place for that. Uh, I'm waiting so, for like Guitar Center or something, yeah. maybe. But yeah, I mean, and that's what it is. Big cities, yeah. But I, mean, I was in Louisville a, a few months ago, uh, actually at a funeral on a Saturday, and th th there was an issue they were having with the sound for some music they were doing. And I was trying to find a. I figured there'd be a mom and pop shop around somewhere. The closest place I could find was like a Guitar Center or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, and I mean, part of it is music. Music equipment is just hard. 
to sell, um, I would think on a consistent basis because it's, it's so it's specialty enough. Yeah. But in the right places you can sell plenty of it. But honestly, like these XLR cables we're using are ones that I bought for myself when I was doing just Years, like gigging yeah. stuff a decade ago. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not like you, you're going to go into into business at a music <laughs> store and just be like right. turning over. Yeah. Volume yeah. Cause so, you, yeah. Cause yeah. the people that are buying bulk, they're buying where you can get bulk discounts. Yeah, School, right. Schools have contracts just like they do with computers. Yeah. You know, we buy a lot of musical equipment, at our church, but we generally order it in bulk on like Amazon. Cause I mean, right. it's just, yeah. you're not, you're not buying it one at a time. Yeah, and, so. and the people that are buying it one at a time, Buy that XLR cable and keep it for, for five a or long six time. Or seven now, now there is a yeah. there is a shop in Bardstown. Uh, I had messaged them a few weeks ago about a, a music stand or something. And apparently they they do pretty well huh. and they they have anything you want. Yeah. I was well, like, do you, you have this we'll kind drive of? Do you have a mic stand? <laughs> do you have this? And uh, my yeah. wife was at work, so I was going to message her and be like, "Hey, can yeah. you run in and pick this up?" But, yeah, anyway, yeah. So I mean, it's it's yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a just, strange thing. And so because of that, I mean, even used to Walmart would carry like basic stuff and Target yeah. did too, like. They would carry like real basic guitar strings, drumsticks, guitar sticks, strings, yep, picks. You know, some yeah. Of the remember, you used to be able to walk in that right door, and they had them right there by the optometry center, and be like you could get you know, name brand you know strings. It's yeah, meta, it's the metaverse. Metaverse, Gu- guarantee it. It's Everybody's metaverse. doing metaverse stuff. Yeah. It's metaverse. They everything. With no First, they take all the consumer <laughs> sales. No analog yeah. stuff. So all those sales and stuff has shifted yeah. to the internet. Now they're going to start shifting the actual things that you do. So you won't actually need guitar strings anymore. Yeah, you'll just because you'll be playing virtually. Right, because you won't know actually how to play the guitar. You just know right. how to play a video game version. <laughs> right, exactly. My yeah. buddy. <laughs> everything you do will be a video game version. Like real world skills will just completely go by the way. Right. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't actually do anything. Yeah. You're, we're all just completely unskilled. Apart We're all just going to be sitting on our couches with with Quest Four things on our faces and drool in, in on, our fa- on our mouth and Cheetos <laughs> on our belly. That's what's going to happen. So that's, exciting! Yeah, or according to, to according to Mark Zuckerberg, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I just saw that episode of Ghosts. If anyone's watching Ghosts, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Or so good. <laughs> Cheeto dust on the pigeon. <laughs> He's like, "What? Is, it's not saffron. It's not chili powder. <laughs> it's Cheeto dust." Cheeto Which dust. is technically called Cheetle. And the fact that he serves some pigeons. Yeah, and Cheetle. it was pigeons. Wow. Where, where do you source your squab? He said, very locally. Very locally. <laughs> it was some wow. pigeons that the exterminator had captured. I got to get in on it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and you'll rip through them fast. So, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's been a little bit of a uh, crazy week around here, but it's been fun, fun stuff. Updates coming for podcast stuff been saying that for a long time but now it's legit yeah, like the uh, all the barriers i think are out of the way now yeah, so. exactly so you are without excuse uh, you have no more excuses <laughs> you must do uh let's talk a little bit about some of the news around the upcoming next generation pixel pixel fold yeah still fully rumored i mean but hinted at so heavily like it's yeah. It feels like it's just a matter of time before someone is like it, John Prosser yeah, puts out going to have a, a full yeah. blown it, leak. It, is it? A, it's not next generation if one no. hasn't happened yet. No. This would be inaugural. This First is like, ever. This yeah. is a, like a next generation <laughs> Pixel device. So like, like this is a, this I was is I was trying thing. to say like new type of like yeah, this next a, thing. It's a new form yeah, for Pixel. New form. There we go. Uh, there just we go. like the you know Pixel Watch would be a new thing if if Pixel is the brand. Like yeah. you know getting a Pixel Watch when it comes yeah. out. With, and I could see them doing one, maybe a small little event where they announce both of those things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's the, the rumors obviously went from, hey, Pixel Fold is coming into 2021. We expected to see it. And then it never showed up at the event. And and then it went Wasn't from even the hinting. same people. 
uh, that were saying, hey, they're, they're sourcing Samsung folding glass or sourcing Samsung uh, OLED. Uh, what is it? What's the refresh? The uh, OLED panels. Oh, uh, the t- uh, LT. Is it LTPO? LTPO, yeah. Uh, uh, OLED panel that Samsung uses. And da-da-da. Like, okay, cool. It's all lining up. We have code names. Android 12L gets announced, and it's for basically Android apps on Chromebooks and Android apps on foldables. I mean, Google usually doesn't do a specific uh, version of Android that is good for a particular thing unless it's good for their phones too. Like they don't, they're not like, right. Hey, we just want to help Samsung. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all we're about. Uh, you know, there's usually some, some uh, uh, benefit for them too. And so all that stuff lined up, but then the same people that said, Hey, there's uh, Samsung displays and Samsung folding glass are the same people that turned around and were like, Hey, Google's canceled the orders for all of those things. Pixel Fold's dead. So we all we all jumped yeah. on the Pixel Fold's dead bandwagon, and then a few weeks later, Prosser was talking about... How did it trigger that? I don't know. Google, we're it's not been talking to zesty. Right now. It's been bad lately. I'm not going to lie. Old so Zesty over there. She's in the floor. She's trying yeah. to... Yeah, zesty we're rearranging. Has no, zesty has no home right Look now. Look at so me. <laughs> it's it's Nest. It's a Nest audio, and then it, Nesty. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we got Somehow to Zesty I got Nesty. To zesty Nesty. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> and so we have Zesty Nesty 1 and 2. So that's Zesty Nesty 1. Yeah. It's in here in the new studio, yep. which, by the way, has a new, you know, awesome golf simulator bay. We won't go off on a tangent there, but it's really amazing. Uh, it's basically the bomb. It's That's my, all we'll it's say. my favorite <laughs> material thing in the world right now. <clears throat> um, but the uh, uh, Zesty Nesty's on the floor, so I think she she wants some attention over there. She may have. Yeah, so maybe it might pop on a couple more times. I'll have to turn it down. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll flip it off. Yeah, yeah. Turn it. Turn, turn it down. Just You need to be quiet over there, Google. Not for right now. Um, anyway, so the same people that um, initially... Man, she's, she's really mouthy. The mic's off. The mic is off. The mic's off. Okay. Fine. I know. No, I get no it. the mic's off. It's no, no, fine. No, it's fine. I get it. Mic's off. Mic's off. <laughs> right, I get it. Mic's off. I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm kind of listening, but I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. What? No. Let's unpack that. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, anywho. So the same people said, hey, uh, all this stuff's off, canceled. And then Prosser comes on. He was talking about the watch. And somewhere in the middle of that video, he was like, oh, but by the way, everybody said the Pixel Fold is canceled. But the sources I have inside Google I have never said anything about yeah. that. When I asked them, they were like, mm, no, not true. So we wrote that. And it's like, it's just been a real roller coaster. Yeah. And um, amazingly, like for something that's uh, this different and has to be sourced from this many pieces and parts. It's very strange that a leak, has like a yeah. serious leak hasn't happened, but technically it still hasn't. Like we haven't had no. the pixel six level leak. And I would hope that Google would just be smart enough. Like they were with the pixel six this time around. Just tell people about it. Even yep. if it's gonna, not even going to come yep. out to the fall, like go ahead and say, leak yep, it yourself. It's a real thing. Let's yep. go ahead and start the hype train. Anyway, nine to five found in the latest 12 L beta. I think it's beta two. Because uh, it's due out in the spring, so it'll probably have a beta 3 at some point in the next month, and then it'll, 12L will launch. Uh, for for what it's worth, people that have run 12L beta on some tablets, they're like, uh, it seems like it's it's same. Yeah. Because um, I saw an article, they're like, here's 12L beta 2 running on a Lenovo, and I was like, ooh, let's see. And they were like, it's, yeah, it's basically the same thing, so cool. Because uh, all it really is is under the hood, it's it's all these performing, these these better performing things that, 
developers can take advantage of. So companies like Lenovo or Samsung right. can, hey, you can leverage this stuff now to use this for your windowed modes and for you for your side split screening and hey, app developers, here's more tools. But as we know. Android app developers having all the tools at their disposal for doesn't means nothing. It just doesn't do much. We've no. gotten excited about that a lot in the past. I'm not excited about it at all. Yeah, I'm L is like, more about what Android is capable of doing, right. not a change of your you know normal everyday UI. Yeah, it, it's it would like, be it's like, like the structuring stuff behind the scenes. It would be yeah. like if I brought Joe's tool bags over here because we've been doing all sorts of stuff. It'd be like if I brought this tool bag in and was like, "This is it, guys. All the stuff in our office will get fixed." All the, <laughs> right. Here, yeah, it'll change everything because of this bag I just set on the table. Yeah. You would look at me and be like, "No, it won't." You still need someone to use the tools to right. get sure. the job done. So, same same situation here. So, twelve L is exciting from that perspective. Like the tool bag is uh, more equipped, right? Uh, but we still have to wait for developers to actually use those tools and for manufacturers to use those tools too. So they have. You know, Samsung's got their way. They do multi-screens on folding devices and tablets, and Lenovo does, and LG doesn't anymore. Uh, You know, and and Google, obviously, hopefully, is going to have something like that. But in the 12L beta as well, there was a couple animations uh, that were hidden in there that showed, uh, oddly enough, how to put your SIM card in for a folding device. Um, What I don't think is the case, I don't think they made new animations to show you how to put a SIM in a folding device versus a phone because it is literally the same thing. It's a SIM card. It doesn't matter if it's a Chromebook or a a bag of crackers. Like if it's got a SIM tray, you poke the little tool in, the thing pops out. Like that's not magic. I think what it is is like we, this is the screen that will show on the pixel fold or whatever it's going to be called when it comes out. Like, because they want to, they do a good job of mirroring the phone that your, you know, the SIM tool shows, you know, here, enter your SIM. And it's just that real plain animation. But if you always look at the power and the volume rocker of yeah. the pixel goes with, it matches. It matches, like, yeah, which is the nice. The size is right. And so it's not, you're not looking at a generic phone. It's like, it's exactly in this space. Well, for these animations, they show it closed. They show a slightly larger bezel on the left side. And then they, the next one is it opened clearly. There's a little notch up top where the, the hinge would be at the top. And they show where the SIM card would be if you have the device open while you're doing the setup process. That part doesn't matter. Like, okay, cool. That's how you put in a SIM tray. The bigger part is they found in the code that this these animations are tagged with Pit Pit, which is now the um, the code name of this folding device from, from Google. And so uh, I think early on it was passport. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I knew they did passport. I and love then, passport. Yeah. As a code name. I know. Even if that's what it should be called. I know. Pixel passport. <laughs> Three P's in there. Just alliteration. Pixel monstrosity. Passport. The, I think like, if they the did a flip passport. style, that should be the passport. But think about a passport. It's <clears throat> passport. Opens it is, it is, it is a slightly portrait thing, but when you open it up this way, like as a book, it is like, it's, it's true. It's very close to the size too, I would think. They had to get they had to get to the bird name at some yeah. point. So, so yeah, that reminds the, me. I want to see what because Oriole and like. is it Oriole and Raven, Raven are the, and Oriole, the new phones. Yeah. Um, so they moved from fish to birds for tensor powered because I mean we know good and well it'll be tensor powered. It'll probably have yeah. the same internals that the six and six Pro yeah. have. Uh, they they've even shown some stuff where the the camera will be quote unquote degraded. Uh, funny story on that too. Uh, I think so. Well, we're talking Pixel Five. There it's a pit pit. There's a pit okay, pit. Like a, I wouldn't like be able to pick it out. I'd be like, hey, yeah, it's a piper or some sort of other bird. I know, like four birds. Um, <laughs> like uh, there, it's a crow. Yeah, there's that. Uh, it's the, a blackbird. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's a blue jay, <laughs> robin, <laughs> dove, pigeon. Yeah. 
Bald, you know, e- bald eagle. You know, I got like seven. You know, you know a few birds. <laughs> what are the color? Little color finches. Finch. I know finch. Yeah. Hummingbird. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I get to ten? Come on. Yeah, I know you got a couple others. Did I say crow already? Yeah. I said blackbird. Yeah. Um. What, about? what are the ones that like gimp whenever you get close to their nest? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? They kind of got a folded wing, and you get close to they build their nest on the ground. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. And if you get, start getting close to it, they start gimping out. Like I so, don't you, know. it d- draws your attention. Oh my gosh. Oh, guineas, maybe? No, dang on it. I'll I'll figure it out later when somebody else is talking, um, or I'll forget about it and not worry about it. Um, <laughs> anywho, so yeah, it's it's uh, Pit Pit. Welcome to the Chromecast. Yes. <laughs> We're here. Uh, Pit Pit's the name and. The, the cool thing is, since we know that this animation probably is specifically for that device, uh, that gives us hope again that Google's building a foldable, uh, which is awesome. But it also shows us, if you look at the proportions of the device, it is definitely not going to be uh, the same form factor as the Galaxy Fold. And to me, being a now previous Galaxy Fold 3. <laughs> yes, folks. Yep, it has been returned. I've returned it yesterday. Um, I kind of didn't want to, but then part of me was like, this, this just isn't, it's not a good fit for me. And I'll, I'll explain why in a minute if we want to get into that. But the main point really is the outer display on the fold gets used more than you'd think. And that narrow of a display is fatiguing to use. Like it just wears you out. Like it is not the one you want to use just the one you end up using all the time because we're, we're trained for better, for worse. I, Things end up working their way out because things one thing's better than the other for most people. Yeah. Period. We have the type of phones we have now because someone tried it, people liked it, someone else tried it, more people liked it, and we went, yeah, this is better than what it was. 16 by 9 screens were good until we got larger screens, and then they were too wide. So we had to make the aspect ratio taller so that we could still get our hand around the phone and still get a little bit larger screen. As I've said before, I think OnePlus and some of the other phones that started to get around that 6.5, 6.6 inch, 18 by 9, yeah, kind of 2 by 1 aspect ratio, that's the sweet spot. Like you get a nice big phone, it's not too slim, it's not too tall, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're not really seeing too much, like 6.7 feels like where they've capped it for what would be considered a big phone, but they're very, they're either tall or taller than that. They yeah. get into almost like a 19 by uh 19 by 9 or 19.5 by 9 aspect ratio. So more than 2 to 1, so even taller. The, the Pixel Fold is a 24.5 by 9 aspect ratio. So, I mean, it's super tall. It, it's too tall for use. Like, it's weird. It's super awkward to use. Um, but I found myself using it all the time. And yeah. so that turned me So you were saying the, the Z Fold front screen is that? Yes. Okay. Um, and so it just turned me off. And so opening the phone up is great, but in real world use, like when you actually get down to brass tacks and you're actually doing other things other than farting around with your phone, all of a sudden it becomes real quick, like apparent really quickly. Like I'm not going to open this thing up every time I need to do a task. I'm not, I'm going to open it up once I'm settled and I'm ready to consume content, but that's maybe 30% of the time, 70% of the time you're messing with that outside display. And this is no bueno. Like, and some people were, Probably fine with that. For me, I wasn't. And honestly, it bummed me out because I'm like, man, I've been looking forward to the Pixel Fold. If it's going to be the exact same as this, like the yeah, Pixel experience just... isn't going to fix this. You can't fix that. But then I've been seeing videos about the Oppo Find N. Which and looks, Marquez did a video. And, uh, Mr. Mobile did an awesome video, I think, on that one. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that on another episode. <laughs> so 
<laughs> him and his pocket knife. Just we can talk about it now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he he did a cool video. I embedded that one in the post I did about this. But the idea being, this is a more standard. I think it's an eighteen by nine, so two by one aspect ratio, and it's only like a four point nine inch screen. I think on the front, the Oppo Find is is pretty small. Um, but that's not, or no, maybe it was like five point two or something. But it is smaller for sure. Than so is it literally square when you open it, or really close? Oh, it's okay. like seven by seven to eight aspect ratio, or eight, okay. eight to seven. Okay, it's almost square, so it's even more square than a four by three. The benefit here is a, it's smaller in your hand. The aspect ratio is good. Using it one hand, it's fine. It's the closest thing I could find to it would be like the four Pixel Four A when it's closed, um, and then when you open it, it now opens to a landscape. It's barely landscape. It's a little wider than it is tall, but because the aspect ratio is wider on the front, when you open it, you actually get a wider versus taller, mm-hmm. which tells apps inside, hey, this is a tablet or a big screen, and they could jump into that mode versus the Samsung. I would always have to open and then turn it 90 degrees for it to get into that mode. So like you want Gmail with two panes. When you open it, you don't get that. You get Gmail phone blown up uh, until you turn it. How difficult is it to open it like this? Just not normal, like because you're normal. you're sitting there interacting yeah. on the screen. You're like, oh, I need to open. Oh, because I've seen some like reviewer. I think I think Michael Fisher does like when he's using a foldable. He's I guess he's just gotten adept at turning, turning it, it and, and then flipping it. it open. Yeah, but that would take some. It's just one yeah, more move weird, for right? a two thousand dollar phone. You know? <laughs> um, but it's just more chance of dropping. Yeah, you just and you just don't like Which he did. You just open like it, I don't know like the the general. I'm just going to open this now. I want to use it. And so now it's going to open into a landscape mode. And it's like, that's a small change, but it's a huge change. And you're still getting a 7.1 inch screen on the inside. So a nice big square tablet screen for that content consumption. But when it's closed, it's more like using something like the pixel four, a small phone. Yes. But the aspect ratio is right. So the huh. keyboard's not ridiculous. And, did you me, order the Oppo yet? Huh? Did you order an Oppo yet? No. <laughs> uh, like you have to import them. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. only in China and, so yeah, the guys that reviewed them, I think they Alpo sent them specifically sent them one. So I mean, and, and it's expensive, and it doesn't have a Play Store on it because it's Chinese market and right. all that stuff. So it's like that's not interesting. The form factor is super interesting to look <clears> at, <throat> um, and then to think of that with a Pixel experience really leveraging 12L, that's super exciting and super intriguing to me, um, and makes me excited again about the, the thought of using it's, a foldable device yeah. again because. Uh, I had really high hopes for the Z Fold 3, and once I got to using it, I'm like, that that skinny outside screen is yeah. just it's just not it's working. Just, it didn't yeah. work. And, that's, and Robbie had said something the other day when he was talking about uh, taking it back. You know, Google Pixels and, well, more so Nexus phones have always been like, oh, those that's the most purest form of Android. And really, it's not. It is, but it's not. It's evolved to the point now where it's, Google has its own real version of Android. It's not vanilla Android. It's Google's version of Android. Yep. And we've kind of all become accustomed to, we just like that version of Android. Yeah. We like I think it. that's, that's yeah. all it comes down to. Which is just, why I, I've stuck with OnePlus for such a long time. Cause they do probably one of the best jobs of keeping it or you, you can at least mimic it really well, yeah. but Samsung's version of Android and everyone else's, it's just not the same as Google's. We live in Google's ecosystem, and Google's version of Android obviously is very googly. I mean, yeah, it's just, but I, I started getting used to One UI on Samsung's thing, and apparently the fourth version of it that's with Android 12 is even a little bit closer to stock, and I found ways around some of the Samsung stuff. So, like, 
that stuff alone uh, now isn't enough to dissuade me from getting a phone from Samsung or whatever. It's annoying. Don't get me wrong. Like having to tell it to, like it wanted to save all my passwords through Samsung, uh, they vault pass or something. Oh, no, so yeah. it works. Their, it's their Knox security thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Samsung pass. <clears throat> And it, it, I had to Google something to find out right, how, to, how to, I want to use Google's password yeah, manager right. like, that's built into Android. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop trying to make, and that's what they're doing. Samsung oh, yeah, would just, love to replace all of Google services with their own of and then walk away from Android. And if, if they had the developers on board, I believe, to be able to still um, install, run Play Store stuff, but run Tizen instead of Android, they would do it in, in a heartbeat. If you could, if they could find a, a seamless way for people to use Play Store apps, like you can't, you can't ship a Samsung phone and not be able to enable Google Search, Gmail, Discover. I just don't know that Google would ever go for that, uh, and so I don't, I don't know that they ever can do that. But I, if they could, I guarantee yeah. you, in a heartbeat, they would do it. Fuchsia, yeah, they would. Fuchsia walk away. might be the way, though. Yeah, I just I don't know that Google's not going to like they're going to partner and help as much as they can any manufacturer and they're clearly I mean they work with Samsung very closely. Oh yeah, uh, but I don't think they're going to assist anyone in making something that de-Google's the experience. Like it's like if you want to if you don't want us to be a part of it in any way, shape, or form, have at it, but you're on your own. It's yeah, like it's right, all the yeah. Amazon Fire stuff. Yeah, like, of course. They yeah. clearly yeah. aren't working with Amazon to make Fire stuff work, so yeah. the Amazon's App Store is going to work. They don't care. Yeah, it's there's zero interest for Google to do that, and so that's why I don't think it will ever happen because there's no, I don't think there's ever going to be a seamless, easy way for Samsung to just be like, oh, cool, we're going to ditch Android and all this other stuff. We still want Google services. Like, yeah, good luck with that. The the interesting thing about it, the this this new uh, fold in perhaps having this dif- different aspect ratio is, you know, you think about what what Samsung was probably doing is, hey tablets think of an ipad when someone's holding an ipad mini you know it's like it's this certain orientation on these larger screens so we'll kind of mimic that when you open up your fold it's going to be this kind of thing right and now it's like okay well wait hold on maybe how we use our phone tablet thing fold different is different than how we're maybe going to use an ipad because again the ipad is this thing that i'm using it as um you know a consumption device or maybe if i do work on it it's in a it's in a dock, you know, with the right. keyboard and crap. So it's like, it's one or the other. There isn't this transition that you have with the fold. Right. So yeah, then it's, it's like, it's interesting. It's a whole different but it's, use case. I but feel it's like. the same thing you just said about aspect ratios on our main, you know, slab smartphones. We tried one thing. People were like, oh no, this is better than this. Like, that's what we're going through right now with folds. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> we're, yeah. we are all figuring it out. Right. These we, companies are going to try some stuff. And there's no way if you think back to the, Samsung Galaxy S2 and like the the Nexus S period of time. If somebody would have come out with a big tall nineteen point five by nine what in the world aspect is this? ratio, you'd have been like, "Why are you doing? It? Why is it so long?" Yeah. I remember the iPhone five was the first one they went to a sixteen by nine screen. Uh-huh. People were like, "Why is it so tall?" I remember memes showing oh, yeah. iPhones being like two foot tall, big uh-huh. Snickers bar. Yeah, and and now, like, oh look at this. I'm like, that that's what phones have done because you can't keep going wider. With a handheld device, you can right. fit, point, yeah, more you, content now. Right, you further. can go a little taller, but we're, we're we've reached the limit there too, and that's why we won't see yeah. phones probably break too much past. Yeah, because it's ridiculous 6. anything 7. beyond that, right? Yeah. Because you can't keep going taller because now it's so ridiculous looking, you can't reach anything, and then you can't go any wider. So it's yeah. like we've kind of hit the limit, and it's fine. Like, yeah, phones are 
are big enough. Phones don't need to ever honestly get any bigger. If you want something bigger, like we need to hone now on this foldable concept. This next thing. Right. Where now it's like, Hey, the outer parts, a very usable, pocketable, manageable phone. When I'm ready, I open up to a larger experience. Um, And, you know, we're still at the beginning of this. That is maybe like the two pane kind of layout or whatever it might be. You know, I still like, I still think there is benefit to the, the surface duo, even though they really screwed up the second version of it. They tried to address the issues, and I think they made they didn't fix them completely, and then made some it, the things that they used to fix those issues made other things so much worse. Um, mm. They really screwed some stuff up because that first one, that first Surface Duo, was something special. Yeah, I mean, I know it had some huge hangups, like, but if it, you had that, like, I think they screwed up by trying to cram in the bigger camera, which took away from so many of the cool things it did from a physical piece of hardware standpoint like yeah. like the fact that you could fold it back around and it was just seamless and oh, it was so it was clean so beautiful so clean. like that was something really cool well they took that away because people clamored over having good cameras and like you can't have everything like yeah. this isn't a camera phone like yeah. they could have built in a couple good yeah. selfie cameras and, and done a, an okay phone camera <laughs> phone you know and eventually maybe we'll get to have it all I still right like now. the uh, yeah, the one we tough. saw in Vegas the the Nubia or whatever it was that had the screen, on, screen the on the back. back I just thought that was such a it's, it's you could map them as buttons yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I just oh, to, to get all of your stuff out of the way for consumption and all your controls still on the back I just thought that was cool. you want a case sweet. on your phone nope <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah. it's fine it could be a glass back all case. glass yeah could, yeah, yeah. somehow still yeah. life touching or yeah life yeah okay folks let's uh let's take a quick break for an ad and we'll be right back this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. If you noticed a slight little buzz in the audio during our last segment come to find out we just <laughs> don't say we, we figured it out because no, i have no understanding my, my hearing aid was out of calibration <laughs> no i'm just come, kidding come to find out we have an electrical force field <laughs> <laughs> apparently so i'm sitting in it i'm glad we, i've already had my kids maybe it's we, an ingress thing maybe we, there's a field which which uh, now <laughs> which now we need to grab that other cable and bring it back in here and see it's probably our, not. The, our cable's, the cable's probably like, fine. dude, I'm fine. Don't throw me, don't it, throw me away. It did have a crackle in it, though. And, yeah. and, and we've already ordered new ones. So yeah, we need it. new ones anyway. Um, so who cares? But yeah, there's, uh, I don't know. There's some maybe some electrical stuff behind this wall outside that is causing interference. Old building uh, life. Yeah. Because <laughs> they took down the drywall, basically, that was on this back yeah, wall. So this is, You'll see it in video soon. Yep. Uh, but it, uh, basically on the other side of that brick yeah, is um, outside. probably a, quite a few wires like Gabe was pointing out, like mm-hmm. where this is. Cause you've got an alley. alley in between two buildings, which has a coffee shop downstairs. And then and there's multiple HVACs right outside. Yeah. Multiple HVACs, but there's, there's apartments and stuff like that yeah. above all that. So a lot of the power for these buildings comes in between in this alley. I yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's super well, weird. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this and you know a lot about this kind of thing, yes, help, here's please. what happens. Um, 
and I'm going to show it to you just so you know. Uh, right now, my mic is parallel with this back wall that we're yep. talking about. I'm sitting about, I don't know, four foot from the wall. Yeah. So we've reoriented. If I just turn my microphone to be perpendicular, so pointed directly at the wall, I'm not moving it towards the wall. You'll hear this. It's very faint. Yeah, I don't know if you'll... It's faint right now. It yeah. was not faint a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, if I point the mic perpendicular away from the wall... It's there, but it's yeah, super, it's super faint. faint now, which tells me it's got to be something it, depending on the how HVAC. Yeah, but it was like shut off. Probably. It was coming in and out. Like as you were talking, I was hearing it in our last segment. Yeah. I would hear like it would come in and then I'd be like, oh, wait, it's gone. And I was like yeah. watching your watch to see if your watch was like causing right. it. It's super weird. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it, like, is there when it's to... when it's around, if the microphone, it's, these are uh, dynamic mics. Uh, specifically, this is a Shure PG-56. 58. If the microphone itself in either direction is perpendicular to the wall, you hear the, the buzz. When you turn it parallel with the wall, it goes away. I've, I've dealt with sound equipment for a long time. I've never, I've never run into this. Um, nope. I but used it definitely to DJ. is. I've it's definitely interference. Like it is, it is electronic interference. One hundred percent. There's no question about that. Yeah, uh, we've unplugged everything in yeah. here except for a lamp. That's a good. We unplugged it from us. We unplugged everything. Everything unplugged. Yeah, in this so unless room. it's in the walls, it's nothing in this room. So yeah, and I, I don't. Th I do feel like it's probably something outside because yeah. my bet is if we grab these mics later and move them over there probably be fine we'll probably get away from yeah, it we'll, yeah. uh, it's just the the perpendicular parallel thing is so weird really, really weird strange i don't know if it's really like the strange. mic is uh, aligning itself with the interference in such a way i don't know i really someone don't. who knows more about these things yeah let so, us know my other hope is that maybe on the if we go to the other corner of the room might we'll fix it. Uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah. I don't so there you go. <laughs> really strange. Super duper weird. <laughs> really strange. But uh, all right. Well, there you go. Let's uh, let's move on to well, let's talk a little bit about while we were talking about Pixel Fold, we had also discussed a little bit about some of the Pixel Six stuff that's going on. I think it's worth chatting about. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, it's it's not good. Uh, what's what's happening with the. Uh, update that was supposed to be uh, in the first week of December. So part of Pixel 6 ownership uh, is the idea that you get the latest updates uh, sooner than everybody else, that if you bought the Pixel 6 for sure, you're in line to get those updates, you know, and you're, you're getting the, they had a feature drop too, that's part of it, like every couple updates, because you get security updates every month, mm -hmm. but every few months there's a, there's a feature drop, so they're going to introduce new things that make your phone better. So they, they come out, they announce, here's the Pixel feature drop for December. Everybody's waiting for it. And it didn't quite get there. And then they rolled it out to a few people. And overseas especially, they were having huge connectivity issues, especially mm -hmm. with Pixel 6. Uh, but it was affecting other Pixels too, if I recall. Um, it wasn't just Pixel 6. There was some, And it was network connectivity specifically. So they kind of pulled back and said, uh, well, let's fix this. Um, and then it didn't get fixed. And they kept pushing, and then Christmas came, and then they're just like, "Okay, look, we're going to push the Pixel feature drop into the January update. We'll get that update out. Everything will be good." And they did for the other Pixel phones. Mm, yeah, um, you know, the other Pixel phones got their update. They're on this whatever latest version. To be honest, enough people haven't complained about it, so I've not seen any real problems with the the January update. But the bigger issue is the fact that the Pixel Six and Pixel Six Pro are still sitting on the November fifth update so the last time that these phones have been updated since launch 
was two and a half months ago. At Yikes. This point. And so here's the, here's the underlying problem with that. Google comes out firing, right? In October, they announced the 6 and 6 Pro. We've got Tensor. We finally have flagship phones at under flagship prices. Yeah. Everything, it's, it's rainbows <laughs> been, and unicorns. They've been hyped you know? for six months. Yeah, yeah. like it's like, hey, we got here. We get the phones. The phones are, feel great. And, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm either picking from this one or that one. It's, you know, and I end up with a Pixel 6. And, and you don't I'm lose like, either way. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, this is great. This is so cool. And, and the Tensor is fast and yay. And November came, and we got a surprise update. I don't think anybody expected that any any kind of real update in November, apart from maybe a security patch, but not even because the phones didn't launch until the very end of October. So November fifth, the uh, security update comes through. People are like, "Cool, we we already got an update." So yay, I'm a Pixel owner. I got quick updates. And then nothing, uh, you know, and, and now you've got people that have and bought these crickets. lower end Pixel phones that already have their update and. The problem is, it doesn't matter how good a phone is at launch, it's going to have bugs and problems and issues. Well, guess what? All of us that went in and said, yes, Pixel 6, let's go, we're all sitting with launch bugs, basically, is what's going on. Yeah. They, they kind of sort of tried to fix the fingerprint scanner a little bit with that November update. Mm-hmm. It helped a little bit. Like, mine hasn't yeah. been too bad. I haven't had any issues with mine. Um, it's a little on the slow side technically especially I'll, I'll I, have it i'll have a couple times where it's just like i'll touch it, and then i'm like on, you gotta do it like push twice. on it yeah, real good yeah, yeah. uh you know like having the pixel fold for the last couple of weeks having a capacitive sensor back pixel I'm, like, the pixel the, I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> galaxy z gold um being able to just touch the side of that and yeah. unlock it i you know, it's super nice um but we're sitting here with all these these bugs and issues or so, so people have reported all sorts of different things mm-hmm. um so fingerprint scanner being problematic some some buggy software things happening you know just the general stuff some connectivity issues that were a problem early uh my wife's uh pixel 6 pro just loses network a I, lot I, of times. I have lost network several times yeah more like so that, than that's the should. number one issue for me and for her an airplane mode flip or yeah. a restart fixes it but that's not yeah. those, those shouldn't have to do that no because if you get into an emergency and you pull your phone out of your pocket and you need to call someone it shouldn't be mm-hmm. off network just now, didn't they didn't they determine that that the root of that had something to do with the way it was working with certain carriers and things like that because what we experienced was when we went to indiana we were in brown county indiana where there there is no cell phone service and <laughs> unless you have like uh, I think it was AT and T and Verizon up there, uh, but there were times where we would be out and about and I would pull my OnePlus out and have z- nothing like nothing. Not, I mean I think I was on two G at one point in time, but there was nothing. My wife who has the Pixel Six, she was getting five G or at least LTE. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, it's widespread. Like I, I think it's it's a bug. You know, yeah. just it happens, and it may be the pro, not just the six. Because I, mine, I've I've had it happen a couple times, but not much. My, mine seems to happen whenever I'm going to Mead County. So one county over, and maybe it's different tower. It's maybe yeah. the switch between the tower. Right, the handoff's not happening. Freaking, I mean, I did it yesterday. Yeah. So I was at my mom's yesterday. I did it. Yeah. So I did, it, it's clearly a bug, and you got to remember this is so the Tensor SOC is paired up with a Samsung modem. All of Pixel's phones up to this point have had Qualcomm modems right. in them, and yeah. I'm not saying I don't I don't know anything about mobile phone modems. I don't know. My guess is Qualcomm Qualcomm also makes you know like big modems and stuff like that. Like they're they're pretty deep in the uh, networked and communications you know industry, and so 
I'm sure Samsung is to an extent, but I would say they're not as good. And Google has not written their version of Android and stuff and phone software for this modem until now. Right. Because it's not, they didn't reinvent the phone, but they now have a phone that's unique with a combination of chip and modem that's unique. And they're having to figure out the the bugs and the missing pieces in, in real time now. Yeah. And so, and that's fine. Like that's, that's part of it. You know, you get a new SOC, a new modem, a new phone, like in the first couple of months, a lot of times can be rocky. That's completely normal. The problem now is that this update has been pushed and now it's late. Well, I mean, they said it was going to be later this month for pixel six owners. That's great that you said that and that's fine. But now we're talking all of November, all of December, basically all of January with lingering launch bugs. This isn't like this happened a year into the phone being out and it's just like, oh, we're fixing some things that you may have not noticed. These are some pretty serious bugs and now you've got these big YouTubers and and content creators that are out there going like MKBHD basically saying like, I had to, I got to take my SIM card out of this thing. It's too buggy. I can't, I can't use it. And when someone like him with millions and millions of followers puts that statement out there, that's just, that's terrible. And he doesn't do stuff like that lightly either. He doesn't. No, I mean, he's not like, he's not trying to inflame anything. Yeah. He's just being honest. And, you know, he's not one of those people on Twitter that throws out all these like (laughs) hyperbolic, like trying to stir the pot type stuff. This is destroying my life. He's just saying, look, it's, it's too buggy. I'm moving back to the S21 because of the bugs. Right. And, and again, it's a unique situation. It's not like we're six months in or 12 months in where there aren't a bunch of serious bugs. These are launch bugs, which we all know tend to be pretty nasty. And so had that December update come and, and addressed most of those things, would this be a problem? Probably not. But now you're talking about rolling three months with launch day bugs. Right. And yeah. It's just not a good look. It's 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 a super un- unfortunate situation for Google to be in. I understand why it is. I, I get it. Like they have to fix the thing right. They can't just roll out an update and be like, ooh, it's fine. Right. You know, they were able to fix it obviously with the Qualcomm chip phones that they have prior. It's it's their processor now and Unfortunately, your own custom silicon comes with your own custom set of problems. And now they're trying to figure those things out. And, yeah. and it, that's at the expense of earlier adopters, you know, yeah. like yeah. people who have already gone and bought the Pixel. And we've all talked about how great it is. And now it's buggy. And people love, love to rag on Android phones when they have bugs, yep. as if I- iPhones don't. Like, and it's a shame. Yeah. Thing. iPhones have gotten worse actually than oh, they yeah. used to be, but it's a shame because end of year stuff, a lot of roundups from big, big outlets were saying best phone, phone, phone of the year. I mean, Marquez put the pixel now granted. He was talking about the pixel six pro, um, in front of what I've understood the, the pro I think has a few more bugs. I, I don't know why same hmm. processor, um, uh, same modem. So I, I, I'm not sure why. Yeah, the uh, screen refresh rate is we, interfering with something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's what it is. As we were talking about it, I, I haven't been super up to date on the like. I haven't heard a ton of this. Right. Um. As we started talking about it, it's like, oh yeah, like my Bluetooth. If in my truck, my Bluetooth member had all the issues trying yeah. to get it paired to begin with. I meant to show then, you that whole like AVRP thing. Yeah, you know, but we wrote but, a post about that. But if you roll that back, a lot of times it fixes yeah, it. but um, it'll just drop Bluetooth randomly. Like I was, I was. I was uh, had had the Pixel Buds paired up this morning and it just dropped them. I blame the Pixel Buds. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I I don't use my ear my earbuds more so than like 
a gaming session or yeah. if I'm like riding. Yeah. Uh, but usually no more than an hour at a time yeah. uh, for me. You haven't had any uh, issues? No. Yeah, not, it could just it, be it. It's not dropped in my phone, in my car once. Yeah. Uh, it's that and then, yeah, the connectivity stuff, which it's like, yeah, oh, it hasn't, like, I haven't had that many issues. And then I like think about it and I'm like, I guess I've just gotten you know those. Yeah, and, and you, you look know, at and them and just go, it's, well, it's, it's, you know, part of it. Like It's happened 10 times or 15 right. times. Every phone's going to have yeah. bugs. Um, I think that the difficult part Google or the difficult situation Google is in right now is what happened with that December update. I think they yeah. were ready to push it and then realized it was causing one problem, but that was such a significant problem. Now we've got to switch had to address this, it. Right. And it probably broke some other things and you can't, Yay. you can't push out this update mm-hmm. and then be like, Hey, we've, we've added all these features. We didn't fix the fact that you can't make a phone call. I'd no big to, deal. Yeah. They, they can't do that. And so, now they've just gotten themselves into a spot where hopefully they, they identified the fix. If this update comes out in the end of January and squashes most of these bugs, I think this will be water under the bridge I, yeah, in, so. in a few months. I, I really, really do. But I it can't really be do. a nagging issue three months from now. No, they've, no, they've, they got, to, they've got to squash this. And they, they probably need to be in overtime about maybe offering up a few extra small updates to fix. Like, don't worry about feature drops right now. Don't worry about adding new features. None of that stuff. Fix bugs. Yep. Let's squash get the basics. Bugs. Yeah, always basics squash first. bugs first. Um, I know you're excited about new stuff that you can put out there. I know you're excited about a new feature that your phone can now detect when you, you know, didn't eat. You know, <clears throat> need to have bowel movement. And really? Sure. Why that's not? A thing. Pixel cool. feature drop. Uh, you know, whatever. I know you're excited <laughs> about that stuff. And the team that's worked on it has, has poured a year of their life into making that. That's great. You can't launch that stuff and your phone not do the basic things properly. Right, because, I mean, time. honestly, if, if they iron this stuff out and it does everything it's supposed to do now and it does it well, it deserves the 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 title of best phone of 2021. It really, it, yeah. It, well, it, at I, least I to be I, up there, but I not if they don't address Right issues, and I interrupted myself. I think uh, MKBHD did say, like he in his phone awards or whatever, best of like affordable or best deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember what the category was, but the Pixel Six, not the Pro, won. You know that thing, like for the price for six hundred dollars, man. Especially when you could get it for free when it first came out, pretty much. Yeah, and right now, yeah, it's back at T-Mobile. Yeah, Uh, you know, like I. It's it's been a great phone. Like I really do enjoy it. I I, you know, did my two weeks with the the Z Fold three, and honestly, coming back to this phone was just nice. It was yeah. nice to come back to it. Yeah. And so that Z Fold three has been around for six eight months. It had all kinds of little stupid bugs and stuff it was doing that was dumb and like auto brightness. I don't know if has your auto brightness been wonky on your Pixel six. Like sometimes it's just like super bright for no good reason. Like at night and stuff. I'm like, what, what are you? What are you doing? I, uh, I have to reach up and turn the auto brightness down. But my OnePlus 8T did that. I'm saying my OnePlus it does that every forget. now and then. It's like, yep. am I doing auto brightness or not? And oh, it says it, it okay. says it's on, but it's not it doing what it's supposed to be doing with the 8T. And the same thing with the Pixel. I found out if if you turn it off, turn it back on real quick, it's like, oh, sorry, yep, my bad. Exactly what my OnePlus does. Yeah. And and some of this can be attributed to Android 12 too. Like with the Pixel. We're seeing more phones now have some of these weird bugs and issues. The Verge put out an article, I think today or yesterday, it's a feature article about how Android 12 has been one of the rockiest Android rollouts that they've seen in a long time. And what I I really feel like has probably happened with Android 12 is they, they wanted, they really wanted to create something that was visually and aesthetically pleasing and different. Yes. They wanted to move into that direction. So guess where all their energy went? 
We want to make sure material you looks awesome. We want to yep. rethink the notifications panel. We want to rethink the way that your phone themes itself and does all this stuff. And it's about you and about you and centered on you and look at how good it looks. And it does. Android 12 looks really cool and unique. Like you see Android 12. I wouldn't know. And you know, like that's it. I missed it so bad. Like on the Z Fold, it's still on Android 11 yeah. uh, for T-Mobile. And you can tell, like, it's just like, oh, it was like uh, when, which update was it? I think it was KitKat yep. was the big, 4. like, 4, the first baby. material yep. material design. It'd be like going from a phone that had, like, gingerbread on it to KitKat. And it was like, this is crazy different. And when you once you get used to the new one, it's like, oh, the old one's, like, stale and gross yeah. now. Uh, and so that's the Z Fold probably was not nice for that reason too like i'm looking yeah. at the way the widgets and the settings i'm like eh, it's old yeah it's old and crusty now um and so i think google spent all their time and energy and effort into that and and they nailed that part like a lot of the ui just looks really cool and it's enjoyable to visually take in and it's almost like they did that at the expense of making sure all the technical pieces underneath all work and you start seeing why it is the older an os gets uh, a more standard type of OS. The older it gets, the harder it is to keep it moving forward. It just is. It's why the early days of Chrome OS, I was like, this thing never has bugs and there's no problems. What well, wasn't intricate? And so the, each time you build a new feature that people start using and enjoy using and then now rely on, it's not like, oh, this is this was a fun parlor trick. This is something I use for my workflow. Well, when you go update a bunch of other stuff, you gotta make sure it doesn't affect those things. And that list just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now every time you add a new thing, you gotta make sure I don't want to tip the domino to break all these other things. And I sometimes I wonder if Google thinks like there's still that company that is full of engineers and not designers. And so this Android 12 felt like more of a designer thing. And, and they did that. And I feel like they, just didn't sync up with the engineers behind like something just got out yeah. of whack here and yeah which makes me think like android 13 probably they won't probably touch much from a aesthetic point of view and they're gonna now go back and pin up all these things and i'm like that's that's nice but i mean I, apple does it now too and software is just very very complex yeah it's so complex now compared to 10 years ago even and and i think consumers generally don't take that sort of mentality towards it. They don't look at it and be like, you know what? Your job is incredibly difficult, you know? Uh, but hey, you, yeah. you are trying. So good for you for trying. Like, <laughs> they're just like, yeah. my phone don't work. <laughs> this phone's stupid. I hate this phone. And instead of just being like, <laughs> what they're doing is so complex. Yeah, that's sure. what most Android users sound like, by the yeah. way. Oh, that, was my, that was my iPhone users. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, generally speaking, I, I worked at Sprint for years, and so I, I get a pretty good beat you on know. the general consumer. <laughs> you mm. know, the, the people that walk in because cell phones are ubiquitous now. Yes. So it's not like oh, only these types of people come into our store and get phones. Like no, everyone, everyone has does. to buy a phone, and they. Yeah. It's the Walmart effect. Like you're you're getting to see all of humanity. You get to see the spectrum here, and. Most people just don't, they, they're not even going to think about it. And it's so unfortunate because that creates an expectation of some sort of perfection that's going to happen with software yeah. that is simply unattainable because we also want new stuff to happen. 
We don't want right. five years from now. We don't want our cell phones to do the same thing they right. do now. We want them to do everything they do now, plus all the new stuff, and make sure it doesn't break anything, and it works as soon as you launch the feature. Like yeah. that's what it should be. I deserve that. Right, which I'm is why, like, if you if you ever watch Apple events, you know that that even if the feature is minor or it's not even really new, they always highlight this stuff. Like this phone does this, and your phone doesn't, and that's what people want to know. There's been this expectation of okay, what does this new one do that the one I have now does not? Right, and right. It's, it's oh, it does so that? that? Okay, I'll buy it. And it's more yeah. that's more important than ever now because people are holding on to phones longer. Yep. So now it's created this loop where manufacturers now want to find some new thing that they can highlight that their phone does. Like sure. it's, there is a reason, guys. Go buy a new phone, please. God, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we used to sell this many phones and now we're selling so many less. Yeah. And it's a loop that they want to get out of. And so now you're you're probably stretching to do things that you shouldn't have done yeah. and creating yeah. gimmicks sometimes yeah. that Maybe you'll get the phone to sell a little bit more, and you haven't really thought through all the hardware and software implications of what it is you're trying to do. You're just trying to get it to sell more phones, yep. and that's it's an unfortunate loop that consumerism creates. And yep. yeah, because yeah. the not, my the nine Pro is. is a perfect example. It's a great phone. I mean, it's it's gotten a little buggy lately. It's still on eleven or whatever. But you know, OnePlus's big thing was the Hasselblad cameras, and it's like whoopty flipping do. It's, yeah, it's still not a Google camera. And the Can't only <laughs> the only real advantage of it over my eight was is the 120 hertz screen. Right. There's literally no. Yeah. I, there are days that I miss my eight because there were things that it just felt better. You know. Yeah. So, but I bought it because it had the new camera, and, and now I've had this phone longer than ever because there's not anything new and cutting edge that I'm like, yeah. oh, I've got to have that. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's where and we're it, at. Yeah, and it's learning learning that about yourself. You know, that helps. Yeah, keep you from getting into that loop and getting sucked into. Hey, there's a Pixel sitting on my desk that it just sits there. We use it to take pictures with and stuff. I mean, it's not like I I can't pick up a Pixel if I want to. It's just I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm happy with what my phone does, and until it does something more, like really seriously more, not gimmicky more. Yeah, I'm okay with and it. That's totally. that's where the fold to me was that it's, thing. It's right. Like, oh my gosh, this this is a different paradigm. Like this is a almost a different device. Um, and I think Samsung's doing a good job moving that needle. Yeah, yeah I think. totally. But I think like what we talked about earlier, it's now there's this refinement of going, okay, people are using it. And here's what people are saying. Hmm, let's think about that. Yeah. Um, because of because they're in a material loop, I don't know that Samsung is in a place to be like, let's scrap it, let's make it more the Oppo size because I think people are going to like that more. I don't know that they can yeah, do that maybe. at this point. Yeah, because, I mean, they make the screens and everything. Yeah, so, I mean, you, yeah. They haven't changed the the whole screen and layout too much since even the original one. So, so. that brings up a interesting thing. Like they wasn't it early that there was some reports that the Pixel Fold was going to use the Samsung right. So glass. Samsung, that was why Samsung Glass and screen. Yeah, uh, same LTPO OLED. So if they're changing it up and doing this different aspect ratio, could it well, still the end, be the same? Yeah. So at the end of the day, materials like, just not the exact same. Yeah. Just, so you know, I panel. mean, the glass you just say oh, we want this size glass yeah. the screen you i mean i would say samsung sources there's a good chance that oppos is using a samsung yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. i mean there's not that many people that are making foldable oleds i think samsung and lg might be it yeah to be honest with you mm. so it's probably getting sourced from them anyway so yeah. uh but that means i mean those pieces are there then that's you know samsung sure. has to rework their hinge or whatever but even the oppos hinge looks better than sam not the hinge mechanism i can't speak to that but it it it's a wider hinge like michael fisher's video has great video or great footage of 
kind of that off angle look and you see i mean the crease on the the z fold is it is it's, easy it's there it's yeah. not like oh i really gotta look for it no it's right there in front of your face um you you look past it eventually it doesn't bother you but the the oppo like it even with the screen off i'm like wow that's uh that's impressive. Like, there's barely any ripple. Does he make all. any mention of, like, how much use each one had gotten? Like, could it be, is it just it's better, or is it? That it's definitely same? better, because, like, his, the way his Z Fold looks on the table, I don't know, he could have used it for six months, but it looks exactly like mine did, no, fresh he, out of the box. He, he got the screen replaced recently, yeah. so. Huh. And he said, he made the point, like, uh, Oppo's using something more similar to what Motorola does, to where when the screen closes, the hinge, like, absorbs some of the screen and lets it kind of teardrop into the yeah. screen right so instead of it being a crease like this like closed in it's less it pulls pinched. it in and kind of rounds yeah. out yeah. the the curve so it doesn't really have to bend it as much uh, yeah and the because of that it allows the phone if you look at the oppo it closes tight yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, versus the right. the z fold if you look at it it's kind of a wedge yeah uh, it's very slight but it's still a wedge yeah. uh, so i mean they're i think the design that's that is a move that you need to move in that direction. Yeah, for like sure. Whatever they're doing, that technology is getting better too. You know, they're figuring out some stuff yeah, and it just trial takes, and error. Takes time. Yeah, yeah. takes time. We didn't um, get to the uh, the peak smartphone we have now in a year or two. We yeah, got no. there, we got there right. a decade. Exactly. You know. Takes time. Yep. Uh, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll come back and chat one more thing. So hold tight. This episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. Does your school district have a Chromebook one to one program, or are you planning to go one to one this year? Do you manage thousands of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors or smartboards? If so, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook management solution that seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, now including PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in just one click to find out more just do a google search right now for visor for chromebooks that's v-i-z-o-r for chromebooks or click the link down in our show notes and if you schedule a no obligation demo of visor before the end of january 2022 you can lock in a 20 percent discount so go check it out Alrighty, welcome back everyone so let's dig into um, a device that we've had in the office this week the Acer Chromebook Spin 513. Shout out to Acer for shipping us this thing, this thing yeah. straight from the showroom floor, basically. I think it's the only one. You think so? I think so, because uh, they, they, they were going to send us one, and they said the only one we have is going to Vegas. And so That's as cool. soon as they wrapped up, they handed it off to the hotel, which fumbled it a little bit, I think. Yeah, we, they, we could, they were a we little aggravated. Had it. We could have uh, had it last week, which was... May have been Friday. Friday. It should have been here. But yeah, the the hotel bungled it a little bit. But, um, but it got here. It, it got here. It got here. That's all that matters. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. It's uh, it, it's an awesome device. Um, yeah. <clears throat> in a handful of ways, honestly. Like it's, uh, and we have a review out, so I don't want to sit here and go through piece by piece all that kind of stuff. But the the main takeaways here is yeah, it's it's five thirteen, which means it's supposed to be like a middle uh, range device. But it's basically the 713. It's got all yeah. the fit and finish of the uh, 713. Yeah. With a cooler color, I think. I don't know. What Do you think it, you I like the color? I really like the color. I think it looks great. blasted yeah. all this. It's yeah. really it's, cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, but if we put it next in the video. We, I set it next to like side by side. And then on top, like, I'm pretty sure it's the same chassis. Just minus different ports. 
different paint job, yeah. And um, yeah, and, yeah. and mine is an HDMI port. Uh, it does not have a full-size HDMI on it. I, yeah. I wish it did have that, but again, this is a device that, if you think about it with the processor and stuff, they're going to gear and market this more as a on-the-go, yeah. um, fanless, quiet, mobile, that kind of thing. It, obviously, it's got USB Type-C, so any HDMI dongle that you've had in the past will work. I still like seeing HDMI on these things, especially if it's the exact same chassis. Like, if it was super thin and it was hard to fit, I'd say no big deal. But right. I'd like to see that on there. Other than that, the ports are the same. Uh, but they did, since they didn't have the HDMI, they put a USB Type-C excuse me, on both sides, uh, which I really like that. Uh, at my desk, I like being able to just it's have one on each side. 713 you... is two on one side, right? Yeah. Which is, uh, it's, it's frustrating. When you, if you're going to dock it a lot. If you're not going to dock it, who cares? Just like little stuff like this setup that we have here, the, the the MacBook that we have in here to record. It's like I had this over here. I had it stretched over here on this side. And I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't work. Right. Flip it. you know, right. Or like so you, at your desk setup. It's just you know. flexible. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, instead of having to redo your desk for it. But I mean, apart from those differences, uh, the one we have doesn't have backlit keys, but it's listed. It's supposed to. It's, it's yeah. going to have backlit keys. It's got the same glass trackpad. It's got the same hinges it's you said got, the keyboard even felt a little better on this one i think it's it's just less clacky it's quieter um it's weird like you would think hp for me hp feels like like every keyboard feels like an hp keyboard right right and uh, there's varying levels of i feel like some that are a little better than others like that dragonfly has just a insane keyboard on yeah. it but even their cheap chromebooks kind of have really good chrome really good keyboards and it's almost like yeah, they, it feels like an HP. Acer's kind of a grab bag. It's all over the place. But like, I can always tell the 713s because the keyboards are good. I like the travel and, and the, the not the thock, but just the, the motion of the keys. But they always have that little bit of rattle. Yeah, they're like floaty. Which I don't like. I like a key. If I touch it, I don't want it to move until I push it. Yeah, because right. so like, I have thunder paws and I right. need that resistance. You know? so, so like, yeah, he Acer's. needs that pushback. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's a, there was another device that had a keyboard like that. Samsung Pro is really clacky. Yeah, it was but, like that too. Yeah, just it, the it, keys just feel wobbly. Yeah, it's like if you were to push any of the corner of the keys, it it could almost kind of could yeah. tilt a little bit before actually being depressed. I think yeah. it's what and it's because they're not using. The, I don't. I don't think they're using the the butterfly the scissor. I think it's just like where it has it's the straight little up and down. thing in the middle that it clicks to, so it has that. There's that some give. sway. Yeah, it's like it's like a pedestal almost. Uh, but I'd rather have that than a mushy keyboard. Yes, I'd yeah. rather have a little bit extra Like click. a wet towel keyboard? Those yeah. are the worst. And that's this 513. I'm not judging the keyboard until, because it's not out till June, uh, until that, that ships, because the, the backlit keyboard stuff, they could have thrown in a keyboard. Yeah, this thing could be night else. and day difference, and it, it still feels really good. Like, if you just oh, yeah. hand it to someone and they just held it for a few minutes, and be like, oh, this is a really nice laptop, it's going to be better. Yeah, it's so there, there's be, a couple so. little fit and finish things. Like, it's, it's definitely in that mode of, hey, don't get too close on some of those things right some stuff might not line up like uh remember the original seven spin seven not the original the second version the 10th gen core 713 that kind of felt like addressed most of the issues from the super expensive original 713 uh it remember on the seams on the edges where the ports are like where the bottom met the sides rolling them sharp yep this one does that on one side like the new 713 with the 11th gen processors in it they fix that like the bottom part of it just falls cohesive cohesive um, hopefully that stuff gets, you know, they, and they tell us that kind of stuff in these reviews. Like, don't, don't harp on this. Like this is yeah. pre-production. This is not this, fit and finished. This is the only one. It's the same thing like <laughs> the elite, like the dragonfly. They asked us right. the same stuff. Like, don't, 
don't judge us too harsh on some of the stuff. Like we'll clean up those tolerances. <laughs> it's just like an automobile. You know, they, they keep getting them this in and go, a, this is it. Hit play on that version and is, go. This is like a sample, but it's a very good sample. You yes, know, it's like, right. hey, this is. To be six months out. Right. This it's is very far away. Very long. good. Yeah. We've uh, had devices that were launching in like three or four weeks. That still <laughs> have super bugs. Which they're ones that they give to PR companies, so obviously they're not retail devices, but still, this is the device that's been through multiple iterations and yeah. getting ready to launch. Yeah. And it's not good. It's, yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to talk about that because you don't want to judge a device based on something that's not going on a retail shelf. You right. Know? So. right, right. And so really the the takeaway for this device is yeah, it's a five hundred series. But it's the 599 model that uh, basically is what we were looking at. It's 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs. It's MMC storage. It's not NVMe. Uh, I, that makes very little difference these days. Uh, a little bit, depending on your use case. But for most people, it doesn't make a difference. You get the same 2256 by 1504 panel. I think I remember that right. I always doubt myself. I think that's right. It's such an oddball resolution. Put it on Instagram. Um, uh, and so you get that resolution. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same panel from the 713 or something uh, yeah. very close, <clears throat> um, which is to say amazing, uh, great color, great viewing angles. Yeah, I mean, great resolution. it should be. The 713 should kind of be the, in my opinion, the industry standard for not necessarily the ratio because 16 by 9 is fine. What, that's whatever. But that brightness, that clarity, that that screen should be. Yeah, I think the 3 by 2 as well. Yeah, I mean, what but the I mean, yeah. the Dragonfly has. But if you're buying something that's over $550, it should be it should be that or better. Yeah. What what was your resolution? You 22, guessed twenty two fifty six by fifteen oh four. You got it. Yeah. Boom. Said it enough times. I finally do actually remember. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, it's oddball, but it's pretty close. That's a, in the bounds of quad HD, basically. Um, and so you know, like the resolution's great. They still have the mouse pointer issue on this one, and I, and I think it's a Chrome OS thing. Yeah. Because uh, I think that Dragonfly does it as well. Like Chrome OS doesn't know what to do with that resolution. So if you have it up to what looks like a normal, where things are sized right, so it ends up being about like a 1600 by 1000, something like that is what it's rendering it at. The mouse cursor is huge. And then and then once you go one step further, it's like everything's a little too small. And now the mouse cursor is tiny because yeah. the mouse cursor goes down to what it actually renders at at 2256 by 1504, which means I kind of think they're overthinking it. They should just allow you to granularly just let me adjust the, mouse. the size of the, the mouse. In accessibility, you can... You can adjust the size of the mouse cursor, but you can't get it down small. It only goes like a fraction smaller than the big version of right, it, right, bigger. Yeah. But I'm like, that's an adjustable mouse size. So just do apply that, that thing broadly. Yeah. Let me adjust the size of it. And I've seen people kind of clap back about some of that stuff in, in comments where I've left in different places and forums that it's apparently not that simple. I, okay. Okay. I, I mean, it, when you set up a new Windows device, it asks you what size you want the mouse cursor yeah. to be. Can we at least just get like four four choices? Three. Yeah. Three. I'll, I'll be I mean, they, they've they've added the option to colorize your mouse cursor. Why not give me the right. option to resize it? Yeah. I want I properly. Want clown big, medium, <laughs> and too tiny. Yeah. Like, Ant size. <laughs> yeah. Want, can you change your cursor on Chrome OS? You can't. can't like you can on Windows. Like I want my cursor to be a... A clown emoji. No. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. A slice a of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what I would do. Hey, yeah. Oh, some little Charlie's. Let's go get some Charlie's. Speaking of. Say after Gosh, today, dude, I'm like, we found let's a, do it. We, f- we found a, a, a new pizza place it's in E-Town. 
So we should so we should finish gooey. with that. I'm almost done with this. Let me just yeah. finish up this thing. So uh, MediaTek Companio 1380. Uh, that's the highlight here. Um, so basically, take a 713, take out the Intel, put in this MediaTek, which you're kind of getting an idea of what you're dealing with here. Which and, which they've said is why they're they're going with a five. Uh, yeah, because it's 500 level device, like something that they could. Because uh, in the 713, for instance, if they were to want to, they could scale up to an i7. Right. And yeah. Yeah. This 32 is gigs of RAM and, and, and let that be a premium all out device. The Companio is the Companio. Like you're not going to be like, oh, it's this one or this Companio or that no. Companio. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not going to happen. That makes sense. Uh, it's it is the 1380. But um, there I'm are going to be some different configs with some RAM, RAM and storage, RAM storage yeah. yeah so that it goes down to 432 please god uh, don't even bother with this type why? of processor this should not even be an option why? 464 maybe if it makes the price mm. but like eight this 8128 is what this needs to have and like that's yeah. and that's what is going um uh it, it's going to be on sale at a place yeah that we they were very, we don't know what it is. Actually, they didn't tell us what it was. We inferred it, so we can say what they said. What because they yeah you can that's infer true. it too at a big box retailer that sells lots of Chromebooks. Right, the five ninety nine will be MediaTek Companion thirteen eighty eight gigs of RAM one twenty eight gigs of EMMC storage. Think about big box retailers that sell lots of Chromebooks. There's really mm-hmm. one that comes to mind. Yeah, um, and especially so, Acer's. Yeah, 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 it'll be there. Um, and so that was really cool because at five ninety nine, you're basically getting. The the spin the seven thirteen is what six ninety nine retail yeah you're getting that experience you really are I right. used it at my desk for three or four days it pushed my more than quad HD my monitor sits between quad HD and four K it's four K width uh, quad HD height so it gives you an ultra wide look basically uh, it pushed it and its internal quad HD screen just fine mm-hmm. um, and this isn't we're not they're not done tweaking the software they're still like gangbusters uh, in MediaTek, the MT8195 uh, processor set. There's still just every day there's tons of stuff being worked on with it. So it'll just get better. Uh, performance was not an issue. Yeah. Uh, 128 you, gigs because the new spin's 256, right? Mm-hmm. 128 is still more than enough for most people. And yeah. for as long as we all clamored for NVMe, unless you're doing some heavy-duty lifting with like Linux and, Linux and stuff like that, you will not notice a difference. No. And be happy. 128 gigs of EMMC is great, and it's cheaper, and it's yeah. going to work. And you know? it, this is going to start at 599 Right. For, so when's it's the gonna, last time the spin was people were buying the spin in high volume at six ninety nine? They uh, weren't because it goes on sale every three weeks and it's at least a hundred to two hundred dollars right. off. The X three sixty is two hundred dollars off right now. So yeah. what's going to happen? It's going to launch at six hundred within a week. It will go on sale at least a five. Uh, yeah, imagine this device at four hundred and fifty dollars. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> like I mean, seriously, dude, like, you're getting so much Chromebook. It's so good. It's like it's such a great device. You're, the screen's a huge part of that. You're looking at this beautiful screen. You get this nice clicky trackpad, pretty Wait. thin and svelte device, and really, really good for. I can't tell you what it benchmarked at, but just trust me when I tell you this arm. It's this is not. This is not the the arm processors of old. Don't think <laughs> Lenovo Chromebook Duet. Don't think last year's Spin Five Thirteen. Don't think Snapdragon Seven C. Don't even think about the the Lenovo. Uh, the Gen 2 of the 7C that yeah. I'm like, hey, this gets by. It's okay. No. This isn't any of those things. I can see is, him saying, taking this home to his kids, and this isn't your dad's arm Chromebook. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I mean, this is. This is, yeah. and and this is, this is crazy because 
we've had high hopes for AMD and what they're doing and stuff. We still haven't seen their next generation of processors, which should have been out. Uh, that Let's Already. just be honest. They're so far behind the curve right now. They should probably abandon it and move to their next chip. They've already got the other six thousand. Yeah, the five thousand series isn't going to cut it unless they've tweaked something. But Intel and ARM, especially MediaTek ARM, AMD might just need to consider it quits. Oh yeah, I mean they've got to figure out something because they just fell asleep. They're yeah, they're going to need some bring bring some new APUs and then do the whole DGPU thing and all that stuff because right now AMD is. You will not want an AMD device if you put your hands on this. I yeah. don't think. No way. I mean, I mean, I don't want AMD device again, now. <laughs> we we have to wait until it's it's properly out there to really judge battery life. They're saying ten hours, which for a screen with four hundred nits of brightness at this resolution, I I think that's probably what's driving the battery down. If this yeah. is a ten eighty p three hundred nit screen, mm-hmm. I bet we'd get closer to twelve. Yeah. Um, uh, and there and again they're. They they have to make the choice on how much of a battery to cram in here. They probably can't put much more because it's the same chassis as the 713. This isn't going to be like some power sipping device because the 7C Gen 2, like in that tablet, the uh, the Lenovo Duet 5, it's legit like multi-day battery. Like yeah. it's crazy good. I don't Excuse think we're going to see that, but this processor blows that one out of the water. Well, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't and say you, too. It, I gotta yeah, be careful, but if you get but, 8 to 10 hours out of a power device... That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. I mean, you're going to get your full day use. Probably yeah, I'm not going to take the CX-9 to the coffee shop and work for 10 hours straight. No, I'm going to need to plug in. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going to it's going to juice that. And so, um, again, I, I don't want to th- – there's not a lot we're allowed to say as far as how well it performs. Yes, we did benchmark it, but I don't even think those benchmarks will be indicative of yeah, what it will be in June anyway. So it doesn't they, matter. They're going to iron out some of that stuff. Uh, just th- what was more <clears throat> important for me was to use it. Um uh, and put it through full paces. I'm talking four virtual desktops open, all of my stuff. And my general workflow is probably six to eight tabs in Chrome in one page with Google Keep down there. The next one has Discord, uh, WhatsApp, my Google Messages. My next desktop has uh, Gravit Designer with something open probably on it, Pixlr for cutting some stuff out, um, and any other tools I might use. And then the fourth one has YouTube Music, playing music actively, and Google Analytics, at least. So that's that's baseline. That's all. I will always have that up. It's doing all of that, and not once did I notice any kind of. Oh, yep. I can tell I'm using that ARM processor Dude, now. That makes me so happy. It. And for right now, because maybe <laughs> the processor is not on uh, PUBG New State's list. Uh, <laughs> I ran New State on it yeah. at really high settings. It wouldn't let me go full blast on it, uh, but, but it let me go up to ultra frame rates on high graphics. And dude, it looks fantastic. And Could so, you imagine though this? Because this is this is they were testing with the twelve hundred, right? With the GPU. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine this with a NVIDIA GPU? Because you don't need the the right. best processor out there. But if you've got a good processor and a and GPU, the, and then GPU, on uh, then bye bye Mac. Yeah, <laughs> and then we can uh, start doing some other stuff. Yeah. On Video uh, editing, Borealis. Yeah, and, but but like, then also like throw that in a tablet. That's that's uh, the other thing. That's what's got me uh, so excited. Yes. Dude, this level of processing that power five with, with that, that chip. In it. I done. cannot done. wait. I'm out. Done. Uh, <laughs> it's it's that it's the device we've talked about for a here's, long time. Yep, here's the bummer point. right now that I that I'm seeing with this. I, I we're not tracking any 
oh, upper level tablets. But they and, and they're so easy to find. Like that one you know, graph, any, any detachable, I'm going to find that keyboard for it. The Duet like, Five needs to sell well so that these other manufacturers will say, it. "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need a better ARM chip for premium tablets. Let's go with a media I tech." Am, I am super interested to see whenever Snapdragon finally gets the Gen Three. 7c out i think i don't know that it's going to be on par with this yeah i think it's going to slot itself between what we're talking about in this acer so this high-end media tech and then the 828 which we're waiting for uh acer talked about that device in october it's up for sale on their site so we're waiting to hear back to get those devices in the, the october devices that we haven't seen yet uh the 828 is the medium range media tech device and since yeah. it's available we can bench it and you know check all the numbers and tell you like Here's the meat and the mid-level one. I think the 7C Gen 3 will be a better processor than that. I don't think it's going to be as good as this MediaTek, this high-end MediaTek. So now you're going to have, I'm hoping the 828 is kind of that like, hey, yeah, this isn't a speed demon, but you're not going to worry too much about performance. Like you'll be able to do your stuff. Like I feel like the Gen 2 7C was so close to that. Like almost like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, higher end, like Pentium Silver to me, like the Jasper, like Pentium Silvers feels like that. Like, yeah, you know, you're not gonna blow anybody away, but you you don't have to think about it. And that's for Chromebooks. That generally speaking, for most users, that's the sweet spot. Like, I don't want to pay for all this performance I'm never gonna use, but I also don't want to think about the fact that I cheaped out. Right. I don't want to think right. about that all the time. Like, you want to find that sweet spot where, cool, I feel really comfortable with this. The decision I made on buying this, I think the 828 might be there, and I think the Snapdragon 7C Gen 3 will probably be in that range too. So there's a bunch of ARM devices coming out. Obviously, they they can just kind of clone these and roll them out pretty quickly once they've got the baseline stuff done. Uh, so we're starting to see with the 7C, Gen 1, Gen 2. Uh, so I'm hoping maybe the seven, the Gen 3 on the 7C can be fall into that same thing. Yeah. I, they might be able to keep doing it under the, uh, what's the main board, Trogdor? Yeah. That main reference board clearly is what is, because so, Strong Bad's a branch off Trogdor and, StrongBad is Homestar, which is yeah. the Gen 2 right. uh, uh, Lenovo Duet 5. And there's nothing yeah. in the commits that indicate it's something different. It's just a Gen 2. And I yeah, know they people don't really like, need the it's not really board. a Gen 2. It is a Gen 2. It is. We, we have verified, we have verified more than that one is, way. It yeah, is. Yeah. It, that's a Gen 2. And I know the, the baseboard is, if you follow the commits and stuff, it doesn't look like it should be that. I don't understand how they're doing that. But from a platform level, there's a chance that Trogdor could work for 7c gen 3 as well right because technically i mean the socs are the same it's just the the minute changes that uh they've made on the actual chip but the soc itself it's not like a you know an 888 and a whatever what what was before the 888 uh 865 yeah it's not like that it's more like 888 and 888 plus they are the same chip one of them's just been just tweaked tweaked yeah the gen 2 for sure is that um I, the Gen Three, I'd have to go back and look again. I don't yeah. remember what they said. It but, might be enough different that it's a. It'll have to be a different platform. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but point being, like they could spin up maybe quickly, like some some new tablets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so seeing some yeah. of these mid mid range, so eight twenty eight or eight twenty, the the Snapdragon seven C Gen Three, and then these the one thousand level Companios, whatever they end up being. Uh, seeing those and some tablets and detachables like yeah, I, I, this could finally be what we've been talking about because like or like can you imagine the x211 from hp duh. yes like uh, yes absolutely but i will say i'll say this the 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 duet five yeah. i think 
for a multi-purpose device is, is better. Actually better. Yeah. And it's that wide, the wider yeah. keyboard. It's more usable. Yep. Never thought about it, but just more it usable. Is. So yeah, like <laughs> this I, device. Lie, I would love to see what was the uh, what was the foldable laptop that they just announced. Um, oh my gosh, the Asus. It's just yeah, Chromebook the seventeen. I think well, it was the fold was yeah. the, their whole theme this year was yeah. the whole unfolding the few that, whatever yeah. something in that oh my god form yeah, factor that. with one of these higher end arm chips oh forget that'd about be it. amazing For to be able to make it nice and like to thin could could be very very cool yeah yeah because then like, you're Plop it up for a big screen and on your desktop. Yep. I mean, it's a it up monitor. Go. Yeah. Oh, take man. It, take it with you. It's a consumption device. It's work yep. device. It's everything. Yeah. Could very, very fun. exciting. And yeah, again, thanks thanks Acer for, for getting us that device quickly. We are very excited about the future of uh, <laughs> this processor and, and all of these other ARM processors. If you've listened to this podcast enough over the years, you've heard us talk about ARM processors yeah. it's uh, the, the 2020 is it it's, it's the year it's of arm on chromebooks like it's it's, it's going to come into fullness this yeah year. so so it's happening so last thing last thing if you're still with us uh we found a new pizza place <laughs> oh yeah so and, I, pushed, I pushed joe back he has not forgotten it. So i have amazing. not forgotten i'm i think we should do a couple things and maybe go get a slice yeah we got a couple things to do we, we've wanted out of the office we we've been wanting to travel um obviously with with covid it still hasn't happened when we traveled to new york we have found couple little spots up there that we just love going to. Yes. We're, we're yeah, all kind of foodies. Been, yeah, if like, you've been to New York, you know how it is. There's, there, there's pizza amazing. on every corner, and most of them are amazing because yeah. they all have legit, authentic. There's a certain thing about New York-style pizza. Yeah. It's the just, tomatoes that they only use. It, it's amazing. It's a whole thing. It's if a you've had it, package. you know. It's the ingredients and the know-how. Yep, yeah. and the Hudson River water. And we, yeah. <laughs> And and when we when we Joe got Joe, over to Joe this Joe place, said it. that's yeah. what she said. When we when we get over, so th- so we find this new place it's called Little Charlie's. We get over there, you Here know, the pizza oh. the pizza is out on display like you have in New York. Big yep. huge double oven. By the way, did which you is, see they have the roll the little rolls the pinwheel things? Yeah, oh, they mean, had everything. It's everything which, we by see the way, in New York. That was the first thing my dad said. My dad's lived around here all his life he's like i didn't really like the way they had the pizza out you know just sitting out and like <laughs> that's the way but they did robbie it. pushed his daughter out of the way and said let's go yeah <laughs> as soon as i heard that we had it at our family a family gathering uh but they bought it brought it home yeah and i ate it and not, i could tell it's like oh like, this is it this is it like this is, the, it. this is all lined up i just need to turn your oven on and put it in here for about two minutes right. yeah uh, which yeah. i did not which do, i'm amazed i i expected them to have a like kind of like a what was uh, topped? I thought they would have an Adobe like brick oven pizza. Yeah. They don't. They have just they have regular. The same it is ovens. what you have yeah. in in fluffies. And I, and I think about in it. New York City. There's a there's an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer uh, he he does some, oh he comes in and he's like freezing or something. He's going to get a pizza for George or a, a, a calzone or something. George works for the Yankees at this point. He goes down and Kramer. Uh, he ends up putting his getting the guy he's freezing or he's wet or something. He gets the guy to put his jacket into the uh, the the pizza oven, and it's the same you know fold down pizza oven. Yep. And so he gets it all warm, and it's all burnt looking, but he's all warm or whatever. That's, it's so stupid, but, but it's those ovens. Like yeah, I see those yeah, ovens, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, yes, yeah. that's like it's legit. it's legit. All of their equipment in there is very legit. Like nothing in there is just that. But the whole point, it's all handmade. Yeah, and, whole, and he, whole, Charlie's the only oh. one that tosses the dough. And oh man, well, it so, it you could see his mastery exactly. That's what I was getting at. Like Robbie and I were kind of talking about it a little bit after Gabe had left. Like there's just something about seeing someone who has honed their craft and has spent 
so much time doing one particular thing that they've developed mastery of that thing. Yeah, I said we said and I just, I just him. love it. I love it. I love I love watching any sort of it's it's a craft at that point, right? And you know, you watch somebody do drywall that's really good at drywall, yeah. like little stuff like that. Like I I it's nerd amazing. out about this stuff, and so sitting and watching him, it's just like oh my gosh, this yeah, is I so leaned over legit. To Joe and I was like, there is something so provocative about watching someone who has mastered a skill and, do and he so did well. how many how many pies did he spin out while we were there like four or five uh, and, uh. and he's just doing it and you can tell he's, he's done it. It, it i would like literally dude i was so happy yeah like we walk in the door and he's he's straight up new york speaking okay. italian and yeah. yelling at people come like, on down and, here yeah, yeah, I mean, it is so so great and oddly enough they own another one but it is in virginia not in no, new york but there's, but there's no way they're clearly from new york there's you, no way they said they don't have a website or anything which there was part of me that was like, I almost want to be like, I'm going to build it I'll for help, you. I'll help you. You give me some free pizza or whatever. Like we'll work yeah. out a deal. And I was like, eh, that's probably not the wisest thing for me to do right now. <laughs> um, so I didn't say anything. Yeah. I, I thought about it for a second. Yeah. Um, but you know, cause I want to know, I want to hear their story. Oh, I know man. Um, cause like, there's no way that this guy only made pizza in Virginia. Absolutely Impossible. not. This dude was in Manhattan making yeah. pizza. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. it. Like you could just see it and you can taste mm-hmm. it. You know, it's just, it's so yeah. good. It's so good. And so awesome. though I'm a low carb person, like I cannot resist no. that. It's pizza. so good. I can't. I'll, I'll throw, I did get one photo. Uh, I think I maybe posted it on my personal. I don't even know if I did that. I'll post it on our uh, Instagram story. So if you want to see a, a photo of Charlie. Uh, oh yeah. Throwing yeah. out some dough. Uh, go check our Instagram. Okay, folks. I think that's it for today. Now I'm craving some New York style pizza. So we're going to make that happen. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.